Welcome to Odd and Offbeat Podcast. Welcome to the 200th episode of the Odd and Offbeat Podcast. That's the, the Deuce Century. Yes. I am Mr. Matthew Baker, and the man across from me is the ever battle-scarred Louis Fox. That's right. I've been so many battles. Battleship. <laughs> I've been to Battle Creek, Michigan. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, this has been a long road. I mean, 200 episodes. Yeah. What is that? Uh, four years almost? Uh, almost four years. It, it's been a long time. It's been a lot of a lot of times in a room with you. Yeah, and if you include our Patreon episodes, <laughs> we're looking at close to about uh, five thousand episodes. Yeah, quite, quite a few episodes, and uh, it's been a, it's been awesome, man. We want to thank you, the listeners, for tuning in and supporting us through throughout the last four years. Whenever you came along on the ride, yeah, we're we're at episode two hundred, and here's some fun things I just looked up that are two hundred. All right, a large dog. Wait, what? <laughs> that's, that's number one on weightofstuff.com. <laughs> large a dog. A large dog is 200 pounds. Yes. Is what you're saying. Yep. A refrigerator. 200 pounds. Yes. A washing machine. This can't be right, man. Watch the, <laughs> you, know, you know, there's skinny washing machines. There's larger. There's big boned washing machines. <laughs> there's, a big, there's a washing machine with a gland problem. Yeah, exactly. Come on now. A small futon. Is 200 pounds. Yep. That, no way. That's 200 pounds for a small futon? Yeah, four 50-pound weights. Yes, it's true. It's true. <laughs> 173 U.S. dollars. <laughs> yeah, so uh, did you think we were going to make it this far, Louis? No, I think one of us would have been murdered by this point. No, seriously, did you think like uh, when we started this, whenever it was, 2018, I guess? Yeah, I think, I think had the pandemic not happened, that was kind of like... Because right as, as 2020 hit, we were at 100 episodes. Mm-hmm. And I think that energy just carried us along. Yeah. Well, we had nothing else going on. That, You're both out of work. <laughs> we weren't allowed to see Your wife didn't want you at the house. <laughs> exactly. That's Erica Eric, didn't want you upstairs. Yeah, no, that's what Erica says all the time. Is she's like, I miss Louie living at our house. <laughs> I, I, I miss Louie just coming and not paying rent. I'm the eating our food in the White Center. <laughs> yeah, eating our food, not doing dishes, not helping with the yard work. I helped. Did I help with the yard work? No. No. Yeah, I did once. I, I watered your succulents. Oh, did you? Yeah, while oh, you're out thank of town. You. Thank you very much. Maybe that's why the Google Earth image <laughs> search <laughs> of my house has your car in it. And, and none of yours. Yeah. If you if you Google Street View my old Seattle house, which I still own, it's uh, Louis' car. Yeah, but I'm front. also out there mowing the lawn. Oh, yeah. So. <laughs> Stealing my shit, walking out with one of my paintings. I've got your, I've got your stereo. <laughs> Did I ever tell you that story? No. That like, um, you know, back in the day when I was like a hoodlum, uh-huh. and I sold my brother's stereo, uh-huh. and to this guy, and the guy is walking out of the house, and my brother rolls up. <laughs> And he's like, what are you, that's my stereo. What are you doing? I'm like, I just sold that shit, man. It's not your stereo anymore. It was your stereo. <laughs> it was your stereo. And he took it back. And, <laughs> and he should... does not let me live that down. Uh, did it, who, who had to pay out the guy? Did you or? No, we just gave him his money back. Uh-huh. 
Uh, but yeah, man, it's, uh, I didn't think we'd make it this far and we, you know, we had uh, some splintering. We have another podcast that we started for the moisture festival yep. and, uh, yeah, I didn't foresee that coming uh, either, no. but it's been awesome, man. I've been, I've learned so much about, um, the world and the weird <laughs> shit that happens every single day. Yes. And it's been awesome to hear from all of the people who listen to this. And, uh, the amount of people who listen to this, who I run into are like, Hey, how is that? Whatever. And I'm like, how do you know about that? And like, you talked about it yesterday yeah. in your podcast. I was like, Oh, I did. But that's what, like, we talk so much that we just forget like what we say on recording and what is, and we like, talk so much before we turn the mics on yeah. <laughs> in, in the podcast rooms. Uh, so, but it's been great, man. And, uh, you know, we appreciate everyone for listening. We appreciate all the people on Patreon who get our bonus episodes. Yes. We appreciate all the people who will listen to the moisture festival podcast. Yeah. And, uh, we have another project in the works yes. that we're not yet ready to announce. Get ready to have your ears tinkled. Yeah. No, I'm not going to tell <laughs> I'm not going to tell him now. It's just a little spoiler, but we do have some news that will come out soon yeah. about another project that we're working on. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is, uh, yeah, that's going to be Spoiler alert, it is not a Habitat for Humanity house. That's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and since this is in the 200th, this is our 200th episode, um, I thought we should get into some things, all things 200. Okay, yes, the dose century. So let's get into the, some, some, two, some things that the number 200 affects. Yes. All right. Let's get to some weird news. All right. So since this is obviously our 200th episode, we thought that we would go back 200 years. 200 years ago, we tried to interview a bicentarian, but that didn't happen. Yes. And so we went back to see what was news in 1822. And this story comes from blog.discoveryeducation.com. That's a news source more reliable than a toothbrush made of human teeth. No, you don't think that would be good? To... It's just click clacking in there. <laughs> Is there a Tickle hole? in the ivories. <laughs> With the ivories. <laughs> On June 9th, 1822, the first patent for false teeth was given to Charles Graham of New York. Before modern dentistry, rotten teeth were much more common. Fluoride mouthwash really does make a difference. I like how they were just throwing in there, like, for all you people who think fluoride is mind control, it really does make a difference. <laughs> we're just, it's not related to anything about this yeah, article. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Since dental drills and fillings weren't available and an infected tooth could lead to serious illness or even death, rotting teeth had to be pulled out entirely. It's crazy, though, how they, like, used to do this. It was, like, before they invented Novocaine and all or that. Doorknobs or doorknobs. Or doorknobs. And a string. <laughs> Yeah, they would just be like, here you go, bite down on this log while I pull out a tooth. Well, you can't bite down on the log, so what do you do? Yeah, what did they used to do? They would, I think you just yanked it out and you're like, did they have like um, opium? Did they used to give people opium or cocaine or something? Like rub the gums with cocaine? Now do a couple of lines off a stripper's butt. All right, and we're going to yank your tooth off. (laughs) He gets addicted. He's like, doc, come pull my teeth. (laughs) You're like, your teeth are fine. No, 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 no. They're they're horrible. They're in so much pain. I will suck you off for a tooth hole. (laughs) They're sweating at night. (laughs) Thankfully, dental science has advanced. You don't want to try and fold my teeth when I got the shakes. <laughs> Thankfully, dental science has advanced by leaps and bounds. Scientists have been modified. 
Scientists have even modified the genetic code of a bacteria that lives in our mouths in order to reduce the amount of harmful acid it produces. Well, how how do they get that into my mouth to to save me? That's the thing. That seems like a a weird thing to do. Is that something that they put in our toothpaste now, or is it in our I, water? I don't want GMO toothpaste. Yeah, Come on. Right? Of course, false teeth can be found much farther back on the calendar than the 1800s and continue to be used to this day. The ancient Romans had false teeth as well as toothbrushes and tooth powder, a precursor to modern toothpaste. What is tooth powder? Like, I in my head, it just ground up teeth. I'm just it's like, rubbing. I've imagined like baking soda or something, yeah. right? Paul Revere, an artisan best known for his famed midnight ride to warn the, the colonial army of approaching British soldiers, was also a dentist. That is so BS. I was reading on his Wikipedia page. There's no mention of him being a dentist. He's not? He was a silversmith. He was a spy. He was an entrepreneur. Dennis, nowhere on there. Big Tom Hanks fan is what. <laughs> yeah. He ran Tom Hanks's fan club. Uh, he boasted that his false teeth were beautiful as well as functional. Revere carved his false teeth out of hippopotamus tusks, Ooh. which was the same material as one of George Washington's many set of dentures. And that's what made George Washington the most dangerous thing on earth because he had hippopotamus teeth. That that was his disguise. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in the past, false teeth were often made of animal bones or ivory, but real human teeth were also available. These these teeth would come from cadavers or even from poor people who pulled out their own teeth in order to sell them. Isn't it crazy how times have changed? So back then, a poor person would pull out their teeth and sell them. Now a poor person gives plasma or, yeah. or jerks off into a cup. But that's the thing, right? Is, uh, you know, that's uh, that's America's original stimulus plan. <laughs> we'll give you 10K for your teeth. <laughs> I put myself through college with these. <laughs> without with, these teeth. I just, without these teeth. <laughs> with these gums. <laughs> I'm sitting on 10K. <laughs> Can you imagine, though, you get your teeth pulled to sell them, and then you finally come into some money, and you got to buy your teeth back and yeah, put right? in some dentures? These dentures are made with my original teeth. <laughs> I think that's where it's at. <laughs> Today, the process of making dentures is much more scientific, not to mention hygienic. The false teeth are made by highly skilled technicians and dentists who use a series of precise molds to ensure that each piece will fit perfectly into the patient's mouth. And don't worry, these days, false teeth, False teeth are made of acrylic. So we learned that, you know, that acrylic was going to give you mesothelioma later. Right. And there'll be a thing during the daytime TV, a commercial. that's like, did you have false teeth from the ages of 18 yes. to 23? And do you have trouble Does concentrating? Does your left eye twitch between <laughs> the times of 7 and 11? <laughs> you, you might be eligible for compensation. Uh, yeah. So what do you think about this, Louis? I mean, I think it's good that we figured out how to make false teeth. I feel like that was something that... You know, it's been in the works for a while. Yeah. Glad we're finally getting around to it. I think it's weird that you can patent teeth. You know, it's like patenting blue eyes or a failing liver. (laughs) It's it's teeth. I just patented a hand. Yeah, it's like, like, you know, patenting, like cutting your fingernails or something, right? (laughs) Well, I'm sure there's a fingernail clipper patent. Uh, Is there? Probably. Is there? Just you're using your teeth. Uh, yeah. <laughs> My false teeth for the, the patent is false teeth for chewing fingernails. Yeah, I just think it's, you know, uh, how much money did this guy make? Who was this guy? Yeah, that's that's the million dollar question is like, I mean, because the article says like 
these exist. Yeah, they existed before, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, I think it's pretty cool that you know that was two hundred years ago. We've been uh, having, you know, we've been having the grandpa dentures in the glass of yeah. water laughs for two hundred years. Yeah, it's That's the, an the shattering teeth teeth joke. This is this is uh, stood the test of time. Exactly. All right, I like this one. Yep. So we went through famous people that was born uh, in 1822, <laughs> and there was like two people that we knew. Exactly. Two people. One was Rutherford B. Hayes, which was a president, and the other one, Ulysses S. Grant. Who was also a president. Yes, he was. <laughs> but And so we thought we would uh, go over some interesting facts about uh, Ulysses Grant. Yep. And so we're going to cite the art, uh, an article written about him, 10 interesting facts uh, from the constitutioncenter.org. That's a website more reliable than me being able to spell Ulysses. <laughs> uh, give it a shot. Do you think you can, without looking at your computer, do you think you can do it? Let's see it. U-L-Y-S-E-E-S. S-S-E-S. Ah, Close. That was good. I would have lost the and, spelling bee to a nine-year-old. Uh, funny enough, I'm just going to throw it out there. The Constitution Center also has a podcast that is uh, very good. Oh, really? It is very good. I figured this would be one of those sites that's actually like a like a super like deep QAnon site. No, no. The Constitution uh, Center. And it's, it's very uh, bipartisan. And it had, mm. they bring on people on both sides of the aisle, talk about the Constitution, the way it was written. Oh, and nice. So it's very fascinating. Um, so this story is, well, it's not a story. It's just more, uh, information about Ulysses S. Grant. Cause he was born 200 years ago. Yep. Grant was the top commander for the union side at the end of the civil war and became the 18th president after Andrew Johnson's disastrous term. Oh, that AJ's term. Like it's brutal term that will live in infamy <laughs> recently grants eight years in office have been reevaluated re after receiving poor marks for decades from many historians. Scandal in the Grant administration and the battle over Reconstruction had led historians to rank him as one of the three worst presidents. But in many recent surveys, Grant has escaped the bottom tier in presidential rankings. Oh, and here's a quick list of 10 interesting Grant facts that put his career in perspective. Okay. Ulysses wasn't his real name. What? Crazy. His real name is? He was the Louis Fox <laughs> of, of presidents. presidents. Hiram. Ulysses Grant was stuck with the name Ulysses S. Grant due to a mistake by a benefactor on his application form to West Point. And as with President Harry S. Truman, the middle initial S doesn't stand for anything but having the name U.S. Grant him the nickname Sam as in Uncle Sam among soldiers. So here's a fun fact. My dad's middle name is just an S that doesn't stand for anything. Really? Yeah. So when he joined the army, he had to put in a middle name and he didn't have one. So they're like, put something down. So the person put an S for shithead. Oh. <laughs> so I had to fill out a government form and they wanted my dad's name. So I put an S. Uh -huh. And they said, it must be at least three characters for your dad's middle. I'm like, You're like it's lucky it's not four because <laughs> it would be a nasty word. Grant was an average student at West Point. Grant wasn't great at academics and avoided church services, but he was 
a skilled horseman. I like this guy. Like, I don't know him, but I would hang out with him. His future battlefield foe, Robert E. Lee, was one of West Point's greatest students, later its commandant. Here's the thing. This is why Grant did well in the Civil War. He was in the back shooting spitballs, but he knew all of Lee's moves because Lee was a top guy. He was going to play it by the book. Yeah, he was He was busy copying Lee's papers <laughs> yeah, <he was> like, <laughs> at West Point. He's like, oh, I know what he's going to do. I, I spent my whole four years. I've got his playbook right <laughs> yeah, here. Right? <laughs> uh, the third inf- interesting fact, Grant and Lee served in the Army during the Mexican War. Lee was the chief of staff for General Winf- Winfield Scott, while Grant served as a regimental quartermaster under General Zachary Taylor, both men received high marks from their superiors. That's great. He's got, and I've got a letter of recommendation from uh, Zachary Taylor. Uh, the fourth, Grant and Lee met twice at the end of the Civil War after their famous meeting at Apatomox Courthouse on April 9th, 1865. Grant rode out to the Confederate Army the next day, accompanied by a few men, to seek out Lee. The men discussed military matters, and Grant asked Lee to ask all the Confederate armies to lay down their arms. Lee deferred, saying that was a matter for President Lincoln to address. I like how this is such a weird day of military, where, like, the leader of one side would just walk across the battlefield, be like, hey, uh, I'm looking for your boss. Hey, uh, does anyone know where uh, the, the General Lee is? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, I'm just going to hang out here. Uh, just let me know when you find him. But then it's also, he's, he's like, who are you? I'm like... I'm Grant. Have you seen a $50 bill? (laughs) Uh, So Grant wasn't a fan of his predecessor, Andrew Johnson. As a general, Grant was close to President Lincoln. But when Johnson, a former Democrat, became president after Lincoln's death, the two men eventually became opponents. While Grant was a former Democrat himself, he became aligned with the radical Republicans. Uh, Number six, Grant was the youngest president elected at the time. He was 46 years old and never held elected office when he took office in 1869. His inexperience would be a factor in a tumultuous eight-year term amid reconstruction. I don't know, though. I think that's who you might want during that is just like... A A dude? A dude, just like, hey... He was bottom of his class at West Point, <laughs> but he's good at riding horses. <laughs> what do you get? What makes you qualified to be president? Uh, I can, I can, you know, barrel race real well. <laughs> yeah. Three-time rodeo champion. <laughs> Look at this belt buckle collection. <laughs> do you know how many rodeo clowns have died protecting me? <laughs> All right. Do you you want to debate your debate your opponent? Uh, is lasso part of? <laughs> Do we uh, shoot guns at balloons? <laughs> Who can be on the bowl for eight <laughs> seconds the longest? <laughs> uh, Grant tried to annex the Dominican Republic to the U.S. The president wanted the Dominican Republic in the Union for several reasons. As a military base, mm-hmm. as a sanctuary for freed slaves, and as a market for U.S. goods. The treaty was approved by the Dominicans but stalled in the Senate. Grant's fight with Senator Charles Sumner divided the Republican Party. Wow, that guy's a jerk. Yeah, but didn't I feel like uh, Haiti also invaded the Dominican in 1822 also. That was the year that he was born. So. Ah. Um, so so he, he's, he's got a, a tie to it through birth. Yeah, right? Uh, number eight, Grant's two terms in office had lots of dramas. President Grant's terms in office were a roller coaster. In addition to the fight over the Dominican Republic, Grant had to grapple with corruption, numerous scandals within his administration, an economic disaster, the 15th Amendment, Reconstruction, the Ku Klux Klan, and threat of war with Great Britain and Spain. You know what, though? Also, two years after he was born, the actual roller coaster was invented. That's crazy. Yeah. 
Um, he was a gifted writer. After leaving the presidency, Grant became ill and was financially destitute. His memoirs, written as he was dying from throat cancer, show a clear, concise style, and his autobiography is considered among the best, if not the best, written by a president. It's weird that we, even back then we weren't taking care of ex-presidents, right? Yeah. I mean, all the ones in modern day all live in poverty. That Jimmy Carter, he lives in, like, South America in a shack. Yeah, he does. He lives shanties, <laughs> little steel uh, now, shingle roof. They always show pictures of him next to them. <laughs> I assume that's where he lives. Uh, what's interesting about that is uh, I was just in Connecticut and I went to Mark Twain's home and so Mark they they claimed that Mark Twain like you know was pretty broke when he died Mm -hmm. because he like started this printing press and they didn't print anything of note. And the only thing that got him money was uh, Grant's bi- autobiography. Oh. It's the only thing that they printed of that was noteworthy. And my mom just read it and she said it is uh, very good. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So. I read Lincoln's autobiography. Did you really? Yeah. Not as good. No. You- well, so when I first, years ago, when I first got a Kindle, I said, I'm going to, you know, they were like 60 bucks or uh-huh. whatever. So I was like, I'm going to read 10 free books to pay for this. Yeah. So one of them was Lincoln's uh, autobiography. Was it good? No. Hear ye, hear ye. The lo- lo- yeah, a lot of words for numbers I didn't understand. <laughs> okay, and so number 10, uh, who is buried in Grant's tomb? Oh, trick question. It's Grant and his wife, Julia, are interred inside the tomb, but their crypt is above ground and is the largest mausoleum in North America. Yeah, the trick question is they're buried above ground. They're, no one's buried in the tomb. Oh, I see what they did there. Yeah, you've never heard that? Who's buried in Grant's tomb? Uh-uh. Oh, it's an old classic because you're supposed to go Grant. Gotcha. And then it's not. Well, it's two people. And they're not buried. And they're not buried. So there's like yeah. two different. But there was a president somewhere we saw that was just like some unnotable president that was just buried like in the lawn at the Capitol. <laughs> like, we were like walking the Capitol of like Oklahoma and you're like, oh, that's President Taylor or whatever. Uh, interesting. Like, uh, so what do you think about uh, knowing all these interesting facts about President Ulysses, Ulysses Grant? I like he was a high-achieving slacker. Yeah, pretty much. I'm a fan of that. Yeah. And uh, we we now know that that can be a road to presidency. <laughs> yes. I just need to work on my horsemanship game. <laughs> all right. I like it. Yep. On the theme of 200. Yes. These are facts about the number 200. Ooh, excellent. Uh, in 1927, Henry Seagrave became the first person to drive a car over a kilometer course at an average speed greater than 200 miles an hour. I like how he's driving a kilometer course, not a mile course. So that, I guess what they're saying is that was the land speed record, I would assume. I guess so, yeah. Well, an average speed, so he could have gone... Faster than that, I guess. A man named Seagrave, you would think, would push the limits of life. He would live on the edge. Yes. I just see death my whole life. Right. Uh, so another, uh, in 2014, Mike Newman, 52, became the first blind man to drive a car at a speed over 200 miles an hour. Can you imagine being the 
sitting shotgun in that car. <laughs> but I mean, like if you go out into like the desert where there's like, you know, like it's hard, like, like, hard. A, like the dry lake bed. Yeah. Right. It's like any blind person could, you know, Al Pacino from scent of a woman could be out there. <laughs> be fine. Marley Matlin could do that. <laughs> oh wait, she's, she can see. All right. So uh, according to the Belfast Zoo, there are only 200 giant anteaters living in zoos around the world. Ooh, only. is that? But how many are in the wild? I think maybe they're saying that's all that's left. Oh, is that true? I don't know. We didn't. We didn't research these 200. We're not fact checking. <laughs> Express dot. You just sent this to me. UK. Come on. Yeah, they're all over the place. It's <laughs> such a strange fact. They're still around. They're yeah. they're in the wild, but there's only 200. It's, it's like saying, yeah, there's only three people left in the world that live in my apartment. Yeah, right? It's like, <laughs> there's only two people that live in our house. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, yeah, that is a very weird fact, but I, whatever. <laughs> it goes with the theme of 200. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are only 200 white tigers in the world. Yep. So that's, sem- that one's a little crazy. 70 of which are in Las Vegas. Is that true? Yeah. <laughs> They have a high population. Is that is white tiger is is white tiger like a species of tiger or is it like a like albino tiger? I I think it might. Well, I think albino wouldn't have stripes, so I think it's a species of tiger. Those dudes are mean too. White tigers? Yeah. Is that the one that uh, ate Siegfried's face? Or yeah, whatever? ate Roy, ate Roy's neck. Wow. It's caused by a. It's not a species. It's caused by a lack of pigmentation, which ah. is. Found in Bengal tigers with orange color fur. So, yeah. So, they're not a specific species. Ah. They're just... They're just a white tiger. But there is, like... There's another tiger here. It doesn't have any stripes and is considered a white tiger. Ah. Yeah. yeah. It's got little, very faint stripes. Yeah. Um, okay. I like... That's the only fact on this thing that has a picture. Yeah, right? Well, because <laughs> they got crazy blue eyes. Those things are wild, man. Yeah. Yeah. In the year 200 AD, Clement of Alexandria denounced the use of musical instruments to accompany human voices in Christian churches. That created a straight line to where we are now with the movie Pitch Perfect. Oh, yeah. Yeah. In 200 BC, the building of the Great Wall of China was begun. Nice. And just recently, I had some sweet Xiaoling Bao uh, buns at the Great Wall Shopping Center in Renton. Nice. Nice. I've been to the Great Wall of China. It is fantastic and is uh, on my bucket list to hike. The whole thing? No, I don't. Th- I don't want to do the whole thing. I would no, like you're years. like I want to hike half a mile. No, but you could do like I want to do like a month. Okay, yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, the 200th episode of South Park, which was transmitted in 2010, was titled 200. No, that's like a weird fact. <laughs> 200 inches on this ruler <laughs> is titled 200. Each side of the main square in Krakow, Poland, is 200 meters long. The 200 meters swimming <laughs> competition is 200 meters. <laughs> This is, this is getting ridiculous. Uh, Two $100 bills is $200. <laughs> not counting the numbers of, not counting the numbers of the 10 items. This set of odd facts has exactly 200 words. Oh, not wait. Hold on. Not counting the numbers of the 10 items. Oh, gotcha. Wow. That was kind of cool. What'd you think, Louie? I feel like I learned a lot about the number 200. Yeah, I, uh, more than I think I wanted to know. Next time I'm at a party, I'll be like, do you know that anteaters giant There's anteaters? 200 anteaters in Zeus. <laughs> there's 15 million of them in, 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 in the wild. But there's only 200. Yeah. And I think people would be like, I think that's kind of the number that we want. Yeah, that's the ratio. That's, we want less than 200. <laughs> All right. I think I'd go, 
There aren't that many zoos. <laughs> yeah, right? It's the Odd and Offbeat Podcast. Well, that's it for today, folks. We're wrapping up our 200th episode of this Odd and Offbeat Podcast. Where can the fine people see you this week, Louie? You can catch me tonight when this comes out on the 22nd. I'll be at the Gila River Arena watching the Seattle Kraken play the... Phoenix or the Arizona Coyotes. It's going to be an amazing game down there. Oh, in Arizona. In Arizona. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, because you can get a ticket to the Kraken game for like $8 down there. Oh, nice. Yeah, because their team is... Do a lot of people go to the Kraken games here? Yeah, yeah. We Even actually, though they're horrible? Yeah, we went to one actually a couple weeks ago. And? Uh, they lost. No, they actually won. Wow. They won. And uh, I had the a good $8 hot dog with the worst bun I've ever had in my life. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So that's where you can catch me uh, this week, I guess, and then driving home from Phoenix with my wife. Awesome, man. Where can they catch you? You can catch me hanging out at the farm. Erica's dad is coming. My Ooh, my father-in-law, my nice. faux father-in-law is coming. Nice. And my faux mo- stepmother-in-law uh-huh. are going to come to the farm. We're going to be hanging out. We're going to be drinking some wine. Ooh, you take them to the winery? Yeah, we're going to hit up some wineries. And I was like, Erica, like, should I get some tickets to some shows? Because like Santana's coming uh-huh. and like there's like some you know, Gershwin music at the... Those the, are very different things. Well, I know, but I was like, <laughs> you want me to get some tickets? She's like, no, they just want to drink and talk All right. and smoke a cigar. Uh, like, yeah, I can do that. Right. So we'll be hanging out with them and then... Uh, you going to go find some Eugene cigars, a.k.a. a blunt? Yeah, no. <laughs> All things that are smoked in Eugene is weed-based. <laughs> and I don't think he smokes weed, but... Uh, but yeah, be hanging out with them and then just uh, relax and relax, tr- man. You gotta try and slip it in there. Be like, hey, have you ever had a, an authentic Eugene cigar? This is a Eugene cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> with the <laughs> finest herbs grown in the Willamette Valley. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, kicking it and uh, trying to not get in any political arguments. Ooh. Yeah, so that should be good. Uh, but folks, like we said earlier, thank you so much for supporting this program. You can go even further if you want to become a Patreon contributor. You can do that by clicking on the Patreon link on our website. Yep, for as little as a few bucks a month, you can get postcards from the road. Uh, Matt will send you a Eugene cigar. Yes, you know it. Well, more than a few bucks. Come on now. <laughs> uh, but that would be great if you wanted to listen to our additional episode and get some uh, some sweet on offbeat swag that we yep. send out. We got some cool decals we just got. So, uh, yeah, look that up and you can just go to the Patreon site and just type in on and off beat. Uh, that will take you to the page. Other than that, we hope you have a weird week. We are out. Happy 200, everybody. Peace. Bye. Thanks for listening and stay weird.